King, my servant deceived me, for thy servant said, I will saddle me an ass that I may ride thereon and go to the king, because thy servant is lame. And he hath slandered thy servant unto my lord the king. But my lord the king is as an angel of God. Do therefore what is good in thine eyes. For all of my father's house were but dead men before my lord the king. Yet didst thou set thy servant among them that did eat at thine own table. What right therefore have I yet to cry any more unto the king? And the king said unto him, Why speakest thou any more of thy matters? I have said, Thou and Ziba divide the land. And Mephibosheth said unto the king, Yea, let him take all. For as much as my lord the king is come again in peace unto his own house. And Barzillai the Gileadite came down from Rogelim, and went over Jordan with the king to conduct him over Jordan. Now Barzillai was a very aged man, even fourscore years old, and he had provided the king of sustenance while he lay at Mahanaim, for he was a very great man. And the king said unto Barzillai, Come thou over with me, and I will feed thee with me in Jerusalem. And Barzillai said unto the king, How long have I to live that I should go up with the king unto Jerusalem? I am this day fourscore years old. And can I discern between good and evil? Can thy servant taste what I eat or what I drink? Can I hear any more the voice of singing men and singing women? Wherefore then should thy servant be yet a burden unto my lord the king? Thy servant will go a little way over Jordan with the king, and why should the king recompense it me with such a reward? Let thy servant, I pray thee, turn back again, that I may die in mine own city, and be buried by the grave of my father and of my mother. But behold thy servant Kimham, let him go over with my lord the king, and do to him what shall seem good unto thee. And the king answered, Kimham shall go over with me, and I will do to him that which shall seem good unto thee. And whatsoever thou shalt require of me, that will I do for thee. And all the people went over Jordan. And when the king was come over, the king kissed Barzillai and blessed him, and he returned unto his own place. Then the king went on to Gilgal, and Kimham went on with him. And all the people of Judah conducted the king and also half the people of Israel. And behold, all the men of Israel came to the king and said unto the king, Why have our brethren, the men of Judah, stolen thee away, and have brought the king and his household and all David's men with him over Jordan? And all the men of Judah answered the men of Israel, Because the king is near of kin to us. Wherefore then be ye angry for this matter? Have we eaten at all of the king's cost, or hath he given us any gift? And the men of Israel answered the men of Judah, and said, We have ten parts in the king, and we have also more right in David than ye. Why then did ye despise us, that our advice should not be first had in bringing back our king? And the words of the men of Judah were fiercer than the words of the men of Israel.
currently 66 degrees, 1020 in the AM. Well, you know, I was just talking away in the microphone. I was just having a great opening, as we always do with the broadcast, and just happened to look down and, uh, or look up, I should say, and looked at the screen to my right, and uh, that's where all the bells and whistles are going off. And I noticed that uh, we weren't even connected to the Internet. <laughs> oh. I know. I was about 12 minutes in, 15 minutes in, and I'm, I'm thinking, okay. I looked up, and it was not connected. So that's why we had a late start. I just forgot to click the connection button. Well, you can talk all day, you can uh, video all day, but if you don't connect, you're not going to broadcast. So anyway, that's what's happening. It's a Friday. It's a Monday on a Friday. That's right. It is Friday, y'all, and looks like it's going to be a beautiful day in the neighborhood here in East Kentucky. It's time for us to squeeze in some stuff. If you got a minute, well, of course you do. Then you've got time for 60 Seconds with the pastor. Praise the Lord, everybody. I'm Pastor Richard D. McKinney, and welcome to 60 Seconds with the Pastor. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3 and 4 says, Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, who comforteth us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. We all at some time wonder why we're going through what we're going through. We may even feel like we are the only person who has ever gone through this particular thing. But the scripture tells us that we will receive comfort in our time of tribulation and problems. And because we receive comfort in our problems, we can comfort others in their problems. And that is 60 seconds with the pastor. If you got six, if you got a minute, I should say you got time for 60 seconds with the pastor. Um, yeah, we just uh, was talking away, and we just thought, well, the broadcast is running smooth. Everything's good. And then I looked up, and uh, we were not connected. So that's why we got a late start today, and that's why you did not receive a text saying that we're going to start the broadcast late because I thought we was on the air. So anyway, that's what happened earlier today. Well, uh, we do want to uh, squeeze in. A uh, couple of things, and uh, before we have our teaching session, uh, we want to get the Commonwealth Minute of yesterday uh, because Kim Davis was ordered to pay $100,000 to the gay couple. And, uh, of course, Kim Davis is the Kentucky clerk who refused to issue a marriage license to a gay couple. And that was uh, several years back. And I want to play that again because I want us to... Uh, realize that, uh, you know, people aren't going to stop until Christian people are squeezed out of every uh, position in, in the workforce or pushed in a corner to either compromise your values or to be quiet about your values. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty, 
um, amazing that this is still going on because this was back in, I think, 2015, maybe. Here we go. Welcome to the Commonwealth Minute. Here's your host, Richard Nelson. In 2015, Rowan County Clerk Kim Davis refused to give two men a marriage license. Last week, a federal jury awarded $100,000 in damages to those two men seeking to get married. After the Supreme Court's Obergefell decision in 2015, Davis argued that signing a marriage license would violate her religious beliefs about marriage. The First Amendment protects our religious freedom, which the extension of which is the ability to live and work according to one's conscience. This includes government officials. When the court redefined marriage, many argued that it would put Christians in a difficult place. Now, nobody should have to choose between their conscience and the law, which is why this case is expected to be appealed. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at CPC for Kentucky and on the web at CommonwealthPolicyCenter.org. Join us Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 12 noon. Woo-wee! That's some mighty fine internet radio. What time is it? I tell you what time it is. It's time for another CAC Trivia Question of the Day. CAC Trivia Question of the Day is brought to you by Cornerstone Apostolic Church and the Apostolic Voice of Phelps Radio and Television Broadcast. The radio broadcast is heard every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. on WQHYFM 95.5 out of Prestonsburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net and click on the List Live link Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. Whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also watch the Apostolic Voice of Phelps television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW. That's WQCW-TV. And you can also watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. Well, today's trivia question, and I see a little typo right there, but what is the first, not the firsty, what is the first visible, what is the first visible um, miracle recorded in the book of Acts? What is the first visible miracle recorded in the book of Acts? It might surprise you what it is. But all you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. And we'll have the results of that on Monday's broadcast. And, uh, well, just speaking of results right here. We do have the results of yesterday's trivia question. Yeah, yesterday's trivia question was this. It was simply, uh, name the only full brother of Benjamin 
And out of those that participated, it looks like 100% of you got it wrong. 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 Oh, come on now. Don't boo the people. Maybe they just didn't know. Out of the 300 people that checked in, nobody answered it correctly. But who was the only full brother of Benjamin? Well, that would have been Joseph. That's found in Genesis chapter 35 and verse number 20, 24. <laughs> so, yeah, Joseph is the correct answer. And um, for those of you uh, who uh, checked it out but got it wrong, well, maybe you just need to study just a little bit more. But... Uh, you can get today's correct. That's right. Just go ahead and try to get today's correct. What is the first vis visible miracle recorded in the book of Acts? Remember, go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. And you can, it's a multiple choice question. So you got a one in three chance of getting it correct. That's right. That means it's 33.33%. .33 of a chance, a one in three. That's right. Oh, it's numbers. Numbers are amazing. You can do a lot of stuff with numbers. So uh, you can get today's correct. What is the first visible miracle recorded in the book of Acts? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page, click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go, and we'll have the results of that on Monday's broadcast. Well, coming up right now, I want to squeeze one more little thing in. This is today's Commonwealth Minute because we played yesterday's again for you because we wanted you to be reminded of what they're doing to Kim Davis. But here's today's Commonwealth Minute. Welcome to the Commonwealth Minute. Here's your host, Richard Nelson. Florida State's universities have approved the Classical Learning Test, a standardized exam based on classical literature and historical texts, as an alternative to the ACT and SAT. Unlike typical college admissions exams, the CLT relies on an author bank that includes Jane Austen, Jonathan Edwards, and C.S. Lewis. Now, this is the latest step in a revolution in Florida's public education system. A couple years ago, it banned sexually explicit content in kindergarten through third grade and requires facts-based history curriculum taught in high school. Now, it's clear that public schools are a worldview battlefield for the hearts and minds of our children. Perhaps the upshot here is that Florida is creating a template for excellence in education that other conservative states may replicate. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at CPC for Kentucky and on the web at CommonwealthPolicyCenter.org. And that was the Commonwealth Minute, and it's time for us to take a little break. It may be longer than a minute, but we're going to take our little break because we got to clear up the lags so that people can watch it, uh, the teaching on their own time. And uh, so here we go. Don't go anyway. Anyway, don't go anyway. Don't go anyway. <laughs> don't go anywhere. <laughs> and don't touch at any key because we'll be right back.
Welcome to a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study, 21st century style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily iCast. Just a little bit of church every day, home Bible study, 21st century style. I'm Pastor Richard E. McKinney, and glad to be with you this morning as we have another teaching session. So we want to jump right in where we left off yesterday. And, of course, we're studying in the book of Revelation, and we're in chapter 2. And uh, we want to pick up in verse number 24. And in Revelation chapter 2 and verse number 24, it says, But unto you I say, and unto the rest in Thyatira, as many as have not this doctrine, and which have not known the depths of Satan as they speak, I will put upon you none other burden, but that which ye have already, hold fast till I come. And he that overcometh and keepeth my works unto the end, to him will I give power over the nations. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron. As the vessels of a potter shall they be broken to shivers, even as I received of my father. And I will give him the morning star. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Well, what we're doing is we're finishing up on Thyatira. I just had just a little bit more that I needed to talk about from yesterday's uh, study. We were talking about the spirit of Jezebel. We were talking about how uh, that uh, Thyatira had a problem uh, with uh, not Jezebel in the flesh because Jezebel you know, was killed in the Old Testament. So it was not Jezebel the Old Testament, but it was the spirit of Jezebel 
Jezebel was a cruel woman. She was a boisterous woman. She was a um, a um, a woman that uh, was a bully, as well as a woman who uh, tried to control and corrupt the people of God. And so, by doing that, uh, you know, the church had allowed her to teach, uh, and and you know, that could have been. A woman with that spirit. It could have been a group of people with that spirit, but Thyatira was guilty of allowing that um, spirit, if you will, to influence through teaching uh, the church. And so, um, it, it's very interesting when you read the seven churches of Revelation. They're good points. They're bad points. They're uh, commendations as well as condemnations, if you will, um, you will see a lot of churches today. You will see a very current list of what's going on in our day. And so uh, with that, uh, of course, I want to uh, kind of close out our study in Thyatira, uh, not going back uh, you know, to that uh, particulars about the spirit of Jezebel, but looking at the admonition, the exhortation is to hold fast until Jesus comes. You know, hold on, hold fast with what you got. Don't let go of what you got. You know, a lot of people uh, think that if if they have something bad happen in the church, that they just might as well give up too. You know. That's why this is said like it is said. You can't just give up because something bad happens in the church or something troubling happens in the church or something negative happens in the church. You can't just give up and say, well, what's the use to go to church? You have to hold fast. That means hold on to the things which you have until when? Until Jesus comes. Don't let go. Don't, don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. I think that's a common theme that you will see throughout the seven churches is, yeah, you got some bad things happen. You got some bad things going on. Uh, you're not a perfect church, but hold on. Hold on. And I'd like to say to us today that, yeah, as individuals, we probably have some good things that the Lord's pleased with. We probably got some bad things that the Lord is not pleased with. But the instruction for us today through the study of Thyatira, hold fast. Hold fast. And I wanna I wanna just kind of back up there and uh and and I want you to just read this with me in verse 25. But that which ye have already hold fast fast till what? Till I come. Hang on. Jesus is coming. Hang on. Help is coming. Hang on. The rescuer is going to be here. So just hang on. Oh, preacher, there's so many hypocrites. Hang on. Oh, preacher, you don't understand. There's just so many people that say they're this and say they're Christians and say they love the Lord and they're out doing this and that and, and they're in the church and, and, and hang on, hang on. Don't, don't let 
what others are doing cause you to give up yourself. That, that would please the devil more than anything if you just started giving up because people around you wasn't living it. I've heard people say, what's the use of, of uh, just like at work, uh, the place of work, what's the use of me doing right? Everybody else is doing wrong. I even had one person say, everybody else is stealing from the company. Why can't I? And, and I'm like, because somebody's got to live right. Somebody's got to do right. Somebody's got to be the example. You know, if we looked at the world, the church is outnumbered. Yes, we are. We're outnumbered. But you know what? We don't look at the world and say, well, look at the world. Everybody's living immoral. Everybody's living in, in, in uh, all sorts of, um, you know, uh, debauchery and all sorts of other uh, just sinful acts. Why don't I just give up too? What's the use of living right? I'll tell you what's the use of living right. Judgment is coming. We got to be ready. We got to live right. People say, well, you know, it's, uh, this is going on in, in my family or this is going on in the community or this is going on in the church. Don't let that cause you to throw in the towel. Be like the instruction from the Lord to the church at Thyatira. Had a lot of bad things happening, but the Lord instructed them, you hold on. You hold fast what you got until I come. Don't give up. Don't give up. There's, there's a song that me and my wife used to sing all the time, and it just simply was don't give up. Don't give up. He is coming. Though we don't know the hour nor the day, creation moans, the world it groans, you know, earth it groans, men's hearts, they fail with fear. The Spirit speaks unto the church, wake up, that time is near. So what? Hold on. What? Hold fast. Be steadfast. Be fastened to the Lord. That's right. Don't give up just because your husband or wife goes crazy. Don't give up just because your family goes crazy. Don't give up just because, you know, uh, the community goes crazy, your workplace goes crazy. The Lord's coming back, not for the rebellious, not for the the immoral, not for those that's living, uh, you know, uh, an ungodly lifestyle, but he's coming back for a bride without spot, without wrinkle, a glorious church. So that's why you need to live right. That's why you need to hold fast until the Lord comes. Because look what he says. He says, uh, you know, uh, to the church, you know, Thyatira was a church of compromise. Apparently there were a few that were still holding to the truth and they were told to hold fast and overcome. He that overcometh and keepeth my works unto what? The end. Remember the scripture says, he that endures to the end, the same shall be saved. Not he that run well for a while, not somebody that served the Lord for 30 years and then backslid but all the way to the end. That's right. So if you overcome and keepeth his works unto the end, to him will I give power over 
the nations. Power. Oh, you want to receive power? That's 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 a world we're living in. Is a power hungry world. Well, live right, do right, to the end, and the Lord will give you power. And He shall rule them with a rod of iron, and the vessels of a potter shall they be broken to shivers, even as I received of my Father, and I will give him the morning star. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Now, I think it's important that when we look at verse number 28 and uh, 29, I want to kind of give you a little bit of a different uh, version, an understanding of this. Um it's, it just simply says in verse 28, and I will give him the morning star. Uh, morning, of course, in the Greek, uh, it is a, a word that as we define it, I want to define morning, I want to define star. Uh, morning is that which pertains to the dawning or uh, to a morning, if you will, but it's a it's a dawning it's a it's a new day you know when we think of the morning it's a new day uh so the morning star and this word star comes not only is it interpreted star uh it just it just simply is related literally and figuratively to uh a star that is thrown over the sky. Now, when when you try to break that down and look at it, it might be a little difficult to understand because, you know, the morning star, I'm going to give him the morning star, but uh, if you overcome, we all know we're going to have an, uh, a new beginning. We're going to have a better life. We're going to have a bigger life. We're going to uh, not be destroyed, but we're going to be uh, seen and shine. And uh, and 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 those things. So uh, I think that that uh, is sometimes just a little bit difficult to understand. But hopefully, uh, there's just enough. I wouldn't I wouldn't stumble over this if I was you. I would not uh, say, well, I don't know what the morning star is. Well, just be faithful unto death, and overcome, and uh, you'll see what the morning star is. So. With that said, I just want to uh, get back to our uh, our closing, uh, I guess, things that I want to say about um, Thyatira. Uh, the admonition, of course, the church was a compromising church, but apparently there were a few that were still holding the truth. I believe. I believe, you know, the Bible says, well, well, when he comes back, will he find faith on the earth? I believe he will. And the reason being is because Paul said that we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the air. Talking about the dead in Christ are going to rise first, then we which are alive and remain. So I believe when the Lord comes back, there's going to be people still holding to truth. It may not be the masses. It may not be the many. It may not be, uh, you know, a, a large number. But there's always been a group of people that held on to truth. 
They held on it through the desert. That's right. Through the wilderness. They held on to it uh, through the battles. They held on to it through uh, the rise of nations and the fall of nations. They've held on to it through the dark ages. And they held on to it until they were baptized in that upper room with the baptism of the Holy Ghost and fire. And then when they came out, you know what? There was people still holding on to truth even from then until now. That's why you know there's always going to be somebody holding on to truth. So, yeah, some were holding to truth, and they were told to hold fast and overcome. The promise was that they would have power over nations and reign with Christ in his kingdom. Now, with that said, that kind of closes out uh, our, our discussion on Thyatira. The next church is Sardis. So let's just jump right in and see what, uh, what Sardis uh, has to say uh, or the Spirit saying to the church. Uh, and then again, I, I just like to reiterate all this. The letters are to the pastors, and the pastors were to relay that to the church. So let's see what was written to Sardis. And unto the angel of the church in Sardis write, These things saith he that hath the seven spirits of God. And uh, it begins to say, Be watchful and strengthen Strengthen the things that what which remain. Strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die. For I have not found thy works perfect before God. Remember therefore how thou hast received and heard and hold fast. There's that phrase again. And repent if therefore thou shalt um, thou shalt. Uh, I just had a uh, a jumping of my scripture that uh, that isn't uh, working correctly. Um, okay, here we go. <laughs> Thou shalt not watch. Now I want to say this again. Repent, therefore, how thou hast received and heard, and hold fast and repent. If thou, if therefore. Thou shalt not watch. I will come on thee as a thief, and thou shalt not know what hour I will come upon thee. Thou hast a few names, even in Sardis, which have not defiled <clears throat> their garments. And they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. And then it goes on to say, He that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white raiment. And I will not blot out his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches.
I want to kind of open up with uh, this uh, letter to the church of Sardis and kind of uh, give the description and the opening statements of our study. The name Sardis means escaping ones. Now, I know there's a lot of people in our world today that uh, they begin to uh, just simply say, uh, you know, uh, you all are escape, uh, escapism uh, people. You, you, you think we don't have to go through anything down here and that we're going to escape all this. Uh, and when they say that, they're saying you're going to escape the great tribulation and all those things. Uh, we, we will never suffer the wrath of God. We will never go through that. Uh, so if you want to call that escapism, call it escapism. Uh, but that's exactly what the word Sardis means. It means escaping ones or those who come out, those who escape. This was the church of the Protestant Reformation, beginning with Martin Luther uh, and nailed his 95 thesis on the church door at Wittenberg, Germany on October 31st, 1517. Although Luther received uh, or revived the doctrine of justification by faith, he sought the approval of political leaders, and the result was state churches. Again, the church was never meant to buddy up with politicians and the state. Now, do we have politician friends? Of course. Do we have people that are in political positions that we uh, talk to and are friends with and and uh, maybe even do business with of course but what is happening in in not only uh you know Paul's day and the disciples day uh and then in these churches in revelation was that the church and state became so intertwined that the state told the church what to do it's kind of like you know when we had a covid outbreak and the states began to tell churches you couldn't gather, that, that was kind of the way it was. They were intertwined, and the, and the state controlled the church. And so that's kind of what happened as a result. And so just looking at, at churches through time, we see a lot of times, just like the Reformation, uh, with Martin Luther, just like, uh, you know, uh, churches today, uh, sometimes they are so intertwined with government and state and officials that uh, they may get what they want, but it comes at a price. Uh, my wife uh, says this all the time. Uh, popularity comes with a price. And, uh, you know, you may get in the good with some politician or somebody, but it comes at a price. So, so get in the good with the Lord, and then everything will work out. So um, I want to uh, just read this about Martin Luther, because this is all leading up to our day even though we're talking about a church in Revelation. Uh, we're talking about uh, the Reformation church, uh, 
Um, and it is one that uh, the Reformation Church still continued ritualism and did not examine many of the false teachings of the Roman Church, including the false theory of the Trinity. So, uh, you know, when when you look at a church that begins to compromise and believes just about anything that anybody says, as long as they say, I'm a Christian, they believe it, or I'm a preacher and they believe them, or I'm a follower of Jesus and they believe it, we are to know them that labor among us. And this is what the problem was with the church at Sardis, and this is what the problem was with uh, Martin Luther and the Reformation, and this is what is a problem today is people do not investigate when somebody says they are of God, then we need to have the discerning of spirits to know, are they really of God? Are they really following Jesus? Or are they a put-on, as, as you know it is described? Are they a wolf in sheep's clothing? Well, I see that our time is up for today, and I want to come to a close. We'll pick up on uh, Thyatira because uh, not only was it a church in Revelation, but we also know that it is a, um, a church today. We can see all of these things uh, just like we saw in, uh, in Thyatira. We can see it in our day, right? Uh, how many can say right now, I know a church that is compromised. And when we say compromised, that means let down on the word of God, let down on the holy standards of God, let down on the separation from the world, and they become intertwined with the world, with politics, with all sorts of things. And how many can say, I know uh, churches that uh, just go through ritualism. They don't examine. They have anybody come and stand in the pulpit. They don't care who preaches. One thing I try to do, I try to protect the pulpit from anybody that just says I'm called to preach. Because just because you say you're called don't mean you're called. And I try to protect the pulpit at CAC and PAC. I hope I've done a good job. Have I been perfect at it? No, because I had a recommendation of someone one time, and uh, actually a couple of times, a recommendation. I should have never let them in the pulpit. But I took it under the recommendation of a brother that I trusted. And so even, even people you trust, sometimes you have to uh, double-check Right, and and that's why uh, we're studying this churches in Revelation. We're seeing what can be hidden. We can see how how the devil works within the church, not outside the church. Remember, all of these churches. When when it talks about the spirit of Jezebel, it talks about uh, the seed of Satan. It talks about all of these things, the depths of Satan. It's working within the church, not the world. It's within the confines of the church, and that's why it's dangerous. That's why we have to be aware of what's really happening. With that said, we do have to come to a close. I, I appreciate you uh, indulging 
with me as I uh, have uh, uh, wound up with the, the uh, church at Thyatira and started with Sardis. We'll pick up with Sardis uh, tomorrow, and uh, we or not tomorrow, but Monday. I'll get it right. It's it's a Monday all day long. We'll we'll uh, start on Monday with this about Sardis, and we hope that it'll be a blessing to you. Uh, information, inspiration, revelation, because that's why we want to study the book of Revelation. Well, I want to uh, go to the Lord in prayer, and I want us to pray today that um, we will have a heart uh, for the Word of God, and in not only have a heart for the Word of God, but um, want to know them that labor among us seeing these things that we study and if it's appearing in our world today don't give up hold on but don't become a part of it don't condone it don't compromise with it let's pray Lord we come before your presence we thank you for this study today I pray Lord that I have expounded it fully rightly dividing the word of truth I pray Lord that you would help us all to see that these things are in the church today. The very things that we've studied in the book of Revelation, the seven churches, we're going to see those things happening today. Lord, I pray that you would help us to hold on, help the weak to be strong, help us to encourage the weak, help us to help those that are falling away so that they can stay strong and hold on until you come. For it's all in the mighty name of Jesus we ask and pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us today for our broadcast as well as our study today. I hope it's been a blessing to you and your family. I hope you'll tell your family and friends to join in. Yeah, you can just uh, send an email out to your family and friends or to your uh, all your Facebook friends. You know, if you've got a 1,000 Facebook friends, wouldn't it be great if all 1,000 of them began to watch this broadcast? Well, that's the way you do it. You just start doing an invite, send to your friends, uh, watch this broadcast. And, uh, you know, if, if you will uh, do that, this broadcast will continue to grow and prosper and reach the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. We hope the blessing of the word has um, inspired you to study more and that you can just uh, dig into the book of Revelation and see these seven churches. We see a lot of similarities today. And that's why we just got to understand people don't change. The, the world system doesn't change. It's still the same. The same system that was in uh, fighting against Noah is the same system that's fighting against us today. Why? Because it's influenced by the same spirit. That's right, the devil. So with that said, uh, we hope that you've enjoyed the teaching session. We hope you have a great weekend. Don't forget you can join us Sunday morning at CAC at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m. for church. You can also come to Pikeville at 2 o'clock 
and join us for our 2 p.m. service. We hope to see you in any and all of our services. And also we have our trivia question up and running. And our trivia question for today, what is the first visible visible miracle recorded in the book of Acts? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. Everybody have a great day because we are out of here. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the Congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the Spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services.